growing up, I did not have an opportunity to meet a deaf person or get to know somebody. But when I came to New York um, at one of our parishes in, um, in Suffolk, in Brentwood, St. Luke's, um, I had this opportunity to meet a deaf and mute person because this person was, um, was a maintenance man um, at the parish. And obviously it's difficult to communicate, but uh, this gentleman always had a big smile on his face and he was very hardworking. And one day at, at this parish St. Luke's uh, in Brentwood, New York, uh, it's also a place where we gather every Memorial Day um, as the event, the missionaries bring up parishioners together. And apart from, and right after lunch, we have an, an Athenium where we get an opportunity to uh, share our artistic talents. And on stage is this person, deaf and mute, doing a mime. And he does it so beautifully that it moves you at times to tears. In today's first reading, we encounter uh, God's people held captive in Babylon by the Babylonians. And um, here comes Isaiah and he tells um, the people, be strong, fear not. He comes to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. This uh, reading from the book of Isaiah prepares us for today's gospel, where Jesus heals the deaf and mute man. It's a foreshadowing. Um, or what we hear in Isaiah is a foreshadowing of what is happening today in the gospel. So the deaf man in the gospel cannot hear, he cannot hear the beautiful noises that we get to hear in nature. He cannot engage in a meaningful conversation with others. He has no access to education. Think about Jesus' time. He would not have any kind of employment, unlike today where even though you're physically challenged, you have so many opportunities to live a normal life. And, and add to all of this, any kind of sickness, including deafness and muteness, uh, would be considered pun punishment uh, for sin. This person would be considered uh, cursed from God. And Jesus goes, and heals this man. We can take many gifts for granted, you and I. And one of the gifts that we take for granted is our ability to hear. But every now and then, we experience deafness. We're not talking about physical deafness but a deafness that we encounter when we are not hearing or listening what the other is saying. 
in marriage, one of the most important ingredients is communication. Each spouse hearing what the other is saying. Unfortunately, many a times, we do not hear or listen to the other. It could be in marriage, between spouses, it could be between parent and children, it could be among family members, friends. Unwillingness to listen or hear leads to a lot of pain. Pope Francis, in his apostolic exhortation, Amoris Laetitia, speaks extensively on this aspect, especially in the context of marriage. He says, take time, quality time. This means being ready to listen patiently and attentively to everything the other person wants to say. He goes on to continue and says, often the other spouse does not need a solution to his or her problems, but simply needs to be heard, to feel that someone has acknowledged their pain, their disappointment, their fear, their anger, their hopes, and their dreams. So Pope Francis understands what is the most important thing for a marriage to work. And this can be applied to any kind of relationship. There are other kinds of deafness that, that we also experience, especially uh, what we hear in today's second reading. Talks about our deafness to those who are marginalized, the poor, those in need. We could be deaf to them. Finally, there's a third kind of deafness. Deafness to God's word. We come to Mass every Sunday. We hear the scriptures Sunday after Sunday. How often do we find ourselves finding nothing in the scriptures? The scriptures have nothing to say to me. They don't affect my everyday life. Do we hear the scriptures? Yes. But do we really listen well, a lot of the times, our attention could be a problem. It's difficult to be attentive. But a lot of the other times, it's our will. We're not willing to change. We're not willing to listen. God's, um, God's word bears little or no fruit in my life. We are attached, addicted, enslaved to our sin and we are deaf to God's word that is inviting us to true freedom, to a fullness of life. But in spite of our deafness, not wanting to hear or listen, God is generous. He continues to speak to each one of us through the church, through his word, through the sacraments, through the teachings of the church, through our family, through friends, teachers, spiritual directors, priests. As we prepare today to receive Christ in the Eucharist, 
we need to specially pray for a healing to this deafness. St. Augustine, in his famous book, The Confessions, expresses this deafness or the cure to, this to his deafness so beautifully. He says, late have I loved you, beauty so ancient and so new. Late have I loved you, for behold, you are within, but I outside, seeking there for you. You were with me, but I was not with you. You called, shouted, broke through my deafness. Jesus today, just like he said to the deaf man, Ephata, be opened, he wants to say to each one of us, to our deafness, Ephata, be opened. A great example for somebody who's not, who's not deaf to the wise of God and whose feast we celebrate today is Saint Teresa of Kolkata, also known as Mother Teresa. We all know her calling. She heard that voice tell her, I thirst. And it got her to go out of her convent into the streets in India to care for the poorest of the poor. So in truly hearing and listening to others and to God's word, in truly listening and hearing to others and God's word, can my deafness be cured?